Praise God. Let's have the testimonies and give glory to God. Uh, Vivek, I'd like to thank uh, this. Any, I'd like to, and hi, everyone. I'd like to thank yeah. um, God for a peaceful week, a good week uh, from work, and also uh, for the rain. I'd like to thank the prayers on the good morning uh, um, in the morning sessions that the answers that we had and that the rains big heavy rains and thunderstorms were we were able to avoid and um, but to also thank God for those ones who who have been um, you know flooded out and also that there there wasn't uh, like too many deaths and there was other things that um, all the uh, good works be done to save those ones. I'd like to thank the, our prayers, uh, the Holy Rosary prayers also kept us um, out of trouble and safe. And just the everyday and everyday word of God the word of God is alive and active, sharper than a double-edged sword. It always um, protects all our um, bad thoughts and even when we, uh, the things that we do. So like it still uh, intercedes all the time for us and always keeps us in line throughout our day. So I thank the Lord and I thank everyone for your yes. prayers. And I thank, you, I thank God is uh, works and his doings every day in, in my life. Thank you. Thank you, Annie. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord, brother. Christina here. Yeah, Christina, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for all the teachings and miracles in this group, and especially the reflection on what power does Satan have on the morning encounter from Brother Russell. Very powerful as well as the series on relationship with the Holy Spirit by Sister Shanine. Thank you both. And also for Brother Savu's in-depth explanations. Thank you. And thank you, Holy Spirit. And um, my testimony is about someone who told me of her family member who was having an issue regarding a matter that had been pending for months, no matter how much they had tried to resolve it. And I recalled Brother Russell's teaching on the 26th of uh, February, the seven confessions to take back what the devil has taken away from you. And I sent her the summary that Sister Jane put up on those declarations and the scriptures. And I asked for this person to declare it with belief as Isaiah 55, 11 says, the same thing is true of the words I speak. They will not return to me empty. They make the things happen that I want to happen. And they succeed in doing what I send them to do. And um, most amazingly, that very evening, this same lady messaged saying, Thank you, Lord God. There was an unexpected breakthrough in the issue today. And this person, he can now proceed with the matter. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Brother Russell and Sister Jane, for the summaries. 
God bless you all. God bless, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. God bless your ministry. Thank you, brother, and yours too. Praise the Lord. Yes, anyone else would like to share? Brother, I'd like to thank the Lord. This is Rasalia. I'd like to thank the Lord for uh, saving our families, every member of the Brisbane prayer group that's based here in Brisbane, and anyone that's that has been uh, uh, that has been under the influence of this uh, violent uh, weather event that we've experienced in the last week. That despite all the connections cut off, despite everything going um, adverse. We were kept safe. We had um, provisions of food available to us. And like in my own suburb, we were cut off from the rest of Brisbane. We had water surrounding us. We were entirely like an island, but the Lord ensured that our house was safe. Our belongings were safe, our health, most importantly, everyone, every member of the family was safe. So I just like to give thanks and praise to God. Praise and at the same time, we, we pray for all those that have been affected, whose homes went down under the water. And we thank Father for his grace upon their lives, that there be restoration, let there be renewal, and let there be a new beginning with his presence in it this time, so that what he uh, blesses them with, no one can take away from them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Please, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hello, Vivek, Emmanuel. Yeah, Amen. Yeah, <clears throat> I'd like to praise and thank God for keeping for putting a hedge of protection around my family, around the Brisbane prayer group, around the warriors, and everyone. Because uh, even we went through a lot. My wife had COVID, my sister-in-law had COVID, but by God's grace and all your prayers, they're fine now. They're back on their feet and you know back to normal thing. Another thing is also we have uh, had to, we have started going to to work on a daily basis, you know, travel to our office to be physically present there. So I thank God for that too. It makes a lot of difference. Yeah. I pray and thank God for all his mercies on us, on our families and on, on the entire Brisbane prayer group. Praise and thank you, Lord thank you. Jesus. Glory to you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you for this wonderful testimony. Thank you, Jesus. I praise and thank God also giving my own testimony that two weeks I was down with COVID and I just couldn't preach. I thank Brother Russell for stepping in, for Brother Sadio for stepping in to take over and it just shows that, you know, anyone anyone who has the anointing always can preach God's word because it's the Holy Spirit that that uses our body to, and not tongue to, you know, preach his word because he does the job. Thank and praise you, Lord, that I'm come back and I'm back again as a warrior serving the Lord and doing what he has wanted me to do on my life. Thank you, Jesus. I also want to thank God for the... I was in a place called Balina, New South Wales last week. And I just came out of that place. And this week, that whole town is submerged underwater. Not a single house in that is can be even seen. The entire houses are submerged. I just thank and praise God that God brought me safe. But I also think of the people uh, who are affected by the flood waters in that very town that I was that day that the Lord has mercy upon them. Father God, have mercy upon them in the name of Jesus. And let all their belongings and let them come back, restore what they lost. Because I know, Lord, how it feels. Because I've seen the flood waters gushing there. And 
it is just grace that god gave me thank you jesus for bringing me safe and protect those people so that they get everything life back in order we thank and praise you lord and we put a hedge of protection on all the members of our brisbane bay group and their families let the precious blood of jesus be upon all of us cover us seal us father god have mercy upon us because your mercy is greater than your judgment we thank you and praise you for your mercies never ending thank you jesus thank you jesus amen yes who would like to praise god see testimony time is your time to give glory to god so if you are quiet here then you can allow the devil if he is talking to you absolutely open your mouth and say whatever you have to say because the lord will take over because today's to- today's topic is about self image and the devil has played a very big havoc in our lives because of this of the thoughts he gives us so come out be warrior and stand up and speak don't stop speak Yes brother Vivek I would like to thank and praise God for during this these tough times that they during the floods for keeping us safe for providing for us there was food our home was safe all of our property was safe uh, and especially uh, yesterday there was also expected to be and forecasted a, a second flooding but I thank and praise God that none of it happened uh, there were a lot of warnings but god held back the rains and there was none of the flooding that happened yesterday so i really thank and praise god for keeping us safe in these times and i also pray for all of those who have been affected by the floods by their properties that have been affected their cars their vehicles that have gone afloat that through the precious blood of jesus that they be covered and whatever they have lost that they be recovered in the mighty name of jesus thank you lord for your mercy on us thank you lord for your mercy on this entire group lord thank you jesus praise you jesus please and thank you jesus uh, yes yes go ahead i would like to testify that last last week i had testified regarding all the documents that i have put in regarding the sale of my property they are all stamped all approved and all well and uh, i in a day or so i am preparing myself to go his blessings i am truly blessed to be part of this holy spirit prayer group especially yes, the more encounter with the lord i'm truly blessed and my family is also blessed and as i leave i know the presence of my lord is with me is going with me wherever i go and uh, i'm at rest and uh, by the praise and thank you thank you lord Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Uh, this is Jane here, brother. Yeah, yeah, Jane. Go ahead. i want to thank the lord for the week gone by for his blessings for his abundant blessings for me and my family and upon all the members of the prayer group i want to give a testimony on the just take more of me and more give more of you when i heard about it from you brother i can say uh, when i go to the mass i just meditate these words and nothing else and uh, i can say now i have i received everything from him I just ask Jesus take more of me and give more of you 
and Ephesians 1 3 for all the spiritual blessings and nothing else. And I thank the Lord for all his spiritual blessings upon me. And I'm ministering the truth to many people here in my place, sharing the links here, sharing the notes. I come across and moving on in this journey only with the help of the Holy Spirit, nothing of me. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Jane. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you, everyone. I'm sure if you're blessed with Jane, put an amen there with her entire. She writes the notes. It's, it is just, it is just the anointing of the Holy Spirit that is on Jane. That write every word and all the prayers and the support to this prayer group. Uh, it's such a blessing to have you on our prayer group and and, and be there. Thank you, Jane. Remember another prayer: uh, Jesus, locate me in your mercy. That's again a very powerful prayer which I make. So just one line: Jesus, locate me in your mercy, because His mercy is greater than His judgment. So that's again one thing you can keep saying. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, who would like to testify? If the morning encounter with the Lord is touching you, can you just testify and say that this has changed your life? So if there's something, you know, I know Brother Russell Box in, in the night to prepare, every night, uh, whether Savio's reflections are helping you, Brother Savio's reflections, if the Friday Bible teachings are helping you, if something is changing you, even the rosary and the divine mercy is helping you, stand up to give thanks to God because you found this group where you can be part of a community. Your prayers are being answered. Give thanks to God. So it's so important to have a community that stands by you in tough times like this, who prays with you. So yeah, thank the Lord. Just unmute and give, say thank you, Jesus. That is great. If you can give that much glory to God, you'll have your reward for saying that. Praise the Lord, Brother Vivek. Yes, John. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Go ahead. Uh, brother, I want to testify, glorify the Lord. Uh, before uh, I gave testimony to Sister Venus also, for the yep. last 15 days, and I was not comfortable with my body. I am I have a burning sensation in my stomach, heaviness in my chest, something pinching in my chest, and I can feel the little pages. And, uh, and I also feel more hunger, more hunger for food. If I, if I finish my uh, supper at 8 p.m., then again, when after Vienna's class finished, it's 11 p.m., and again, I start feeling hungry, and I go and search for something, whatever there, I eat and go and sleep. In the morning also, when praying in tongues, 5, 5 a.m., between praying in tongues, I suddenly feel very much hunger, 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 and I am can't resist myself, and I go and take whatever the biscuit, something, whatever there in table, and I eat. I, I find but just not comfortable in my body also. So on, on 22nd, I told my wife, so let us we go and go to the doctor and take a checkup. Because uh, last two, after COVID, we didn't go to the doctor for a blood pressure, sugar checkup, ECG, nothing. 
So then again, suddenly I told know what happened. Uh, Holy Spirit just reminded me, please don't go. So I told my wife, let us wait for one week, one one more week. So from 22nd afternoon, I just just started confessing. I, in the name of Jesus, by the wounds of Jesus, I and my wife, my children, we are strong, we are healthy, we are blessed, we are powerful, we are anointed, we are highly favored by God and mankind. We are saved, we are recreated, we are cleansed, we are loosed, we are set free, we are perfect, we are made whole, nothing missing, nothing broken in our life. We are prosperous, we are delivered, we are redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus. By the wounds of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we are completely healed. And I just confessing this whole day from 22nd onwards, just till 26th or 27th, up to. And we have nothing, no, no other scripture. Because when I know the truth, according to 2 Corinthians 4.13, we having the same spirit of faith according as it is written. So I believed, therefore I have spoken. Therefore, we believe and we have spoke. When I come to the truth of this knowledge, I believe what I spoke. And just I confess in scripture, nothingness, whole day. And in the same way also, I just confess, thank you, Jesus, praise you, Jesus. I take your rosary and just confessing, thank you, Jesus, praise you, Jesus, love you, Jesus. I don't know how much, 45 minutes, one hour, a thousand times, I don't know. I just confessing. And on 27th, and on 27th, uh, when we in the afternoon we went for our grocery a monthly grocery for our home we went to the dmart shop and my and wife and after reaching there when we are picking the items i didn't feel comfortable in my body something having so i just not comfortable and after coming back we have a lunch and we i went to go i went to sleep and after that getting uh, getting from sleep 45 minutes sleep i told my wife let's go to the doctor today we go to a checkup and we went to the doctor and there was a girl sitting there. She is taking the everything where she first checked the BP and sugar. It was normal. And she told her, let us go to her ECG checkup. And he took the ECG and she put the ECG report to the doctor's table because doctor was attending one patient and we are waiting there. It doesn't, it took our, it took more than 20 minutes. So I am just, because the next day it was Tuesday. So I was just open the next day my, my teaching was. So I was just open the mobile and I was studying the, my, my teaching, what I was teaching my Tuesday, I just open and studying. And after 20 minutes, doctor called and we entered the room and Dr. Sudha, Sudha, all the reports, it is perfectly, your ECG is perfect, your blood pressure is normal, your sugar is normal, you are complete them perfect. And I told doctor, but why this happening in, I feel more hunger. He said, brother, he said, here coming patient and they are telling we don't have sleep, we don't have hunger. And you are telling a few more hunger and you are already perfect. Whatever, whenever you feel hunger, go and eat. Don't worry. So I just thank and praise the Lord uh, that I am completely healed and set free from every every attack of devil. The thoughts were coming in my that I am not healthy. I am not, I am something getting a body in my wrong. But I defeated the statement by the scriptures. I thank and praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Lord.
Yeah, anyone else would like to share? Anyone using Spectre? That's, yep. Thank you, Jeeves. Yes, Brother Vivek, I would like to praise and thank God um, for my rental property that was vacant for the whole month of Feb. And it has been a challenging time to kind of cover up the rents, to cover up mortgage. And I offered it up to the Lord. I said, you know your plans for me. You know my financial situations. I like you to, I want to surrender it to your hands for you to take care of it totally. And, you know, I didn't have anybody right up till the end of um, the month. That was the last day, uh, which was 28th of Feb, is when I had a tenant that came in, saw the property and took it right away. Praise God, thank you, Jesus. So I praise and God, I praise and thank God for this, Lord. I also praise and thank God for the scriptures, for for Savior's reflections, and for uh, the morning encounter that has really turned my life around. It has increased my knowledge and given me wisdom. I praise and thank you, Lord. Thank you, Sister, for that wonderful testimony. Thank you, Jesus. Hi, Vivek, it's Shanine here. Yes, I'd just like to praise and thank the Lord um, for saving us during the, the heavy rain. We received about 40 inches and um, we just came downstairs at the right time because um, a little petition in our back fence had broken and the water had just started to come into our house. So I'd like to praise and thank the Lord, the Holy Spirit prompting us to come down and we were able to remove that. I'd like to praise and thank the Lord, all the graces and blessings he's poured out upon myself and my family and every prayer group member this week. And I thank the Lord for um, successful surgery for my sister. The breast cancer has been removed and I praise and thank you, Lord. She's got to go back into surgery again. They didn't get enough margins. So I praise and thank you already, Lord, for the successful surgery that's happening next week. And for every surgery that's happening around the world, Lord, I praise and thank you that it will be successful. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you, Lord, for your graces and mercy upon the whole world. Thank you, Vivek. It's lovely to have you back and, and God bless you for your ministry. Thank you. Thank you, Shirley. You too. Hi, Vivek. This is Shirley. Yeah, Shirley. Good. Okay, just wanted to say thank you to Jesus Christ. Uh, yep. there was like heavy rainfall and we are all safe we are not affected so thank you Jesus for keeping us safe and we are just grateful that yeah our house is not flooded or no damages to our house or anyone and I'm praying for all people who are affected this flood in NSW and here in Queensland and plus, I'm praying for all the Ukrainian people and Russians so they can stop their war. It is yeah. really heartbreaking when, when we see this scenario on the TV and yes. 
Yeah, it's really heartbreaking. So I'm just praying in the Jesus name that please send your angels. Please pro uh, protect us and protect all the Ukrainian people and this world, Jesus Christ. No one is deserved to die like that. So yes, and, uh, yes. yes and just praying, praying for one student who is from our place. She's stuck. She's a student and she's stuck in Ukraine. And today we got a message. It's really heartbreaking to see how they are surviving. From three days, no food, no electricity. They can't communicate, no internet. And uh, yeah, it's just, just heartbreaking to see the students are stuck. So they're just praying for their safety and yeah, praying to Jesus Christ so they can come back safely to India. So thank you, Jesus. We pray in agreement and agree with you. Agree with you, Shirley, in whatever prayers you made, that the prayers are answered in the name of Jesus. Okay. Yes, make thank that you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, amen. Yeah, anyone else would like to testify and give glory to God? Yes, go ahead. Caroline, yeah, please unmute. Please unmute yeah. and we can speak. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, that's a very small testimony. I've just been to the prayer room for one hour, that is one to two. And suddenly in the midst of it, I started coughing. I just said, thank you, Jesus, my cough has stopped. I kept on saying, thank you, Jesus, my cough has stopped. Thank you, Jesus, my cough has stopped. And you won't believe my cough's, cough just stopped. I was Amen. so thankful to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And it has always happened to me whenever I say, thank you, Jesus, I'm completely healed. My headache is gone and it happens to me. My headache just disappears. Thank you, Jesus. And praise, and praise you, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Power of your words, so important to confess. And if you confess and profess, you possess. That's what the word says. Christianity yes. is a great confession. So let's keep confession uh, what we want to see and not what we see. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, sister, for that wonderful testimony. Thank you. Dali, this is Jude with you. Yeah, Jude. Just uh, the every day is a day of experience for all of us, I would say. It's just that it's very difficult for us to understand this is the work of the Lord, the miracle done by the Lord. Sometimes when we drive, we have such near misses. You know, there are some fanatic drivers on the road who don't even respect or discipline the traffic rules or signals. So every time you drive, it's an encounter and you have near misses you have and you get saved. Like just yesterday, I just took a, I mean, so who went wrong, what went wrong, I don't know, but I had very near miss. Sometimes you take a cycle, you take a bike, you take a, you take a auto, you take a car. There are people in always in a rush and you have such narrow misses and near misses and you're safe and you know, oh my God, oh my God. So thank the Holy Spirit. But whenever we get out, we, move, we say, we take the Holy Spirit along with us and we move out of the house. 
and it's the holy spirit who makes our way clear and who directs our way directs our take care of everything what we do and some when the compound our vehicle is you know taken control there are no breakdowns so it's a miracle sometimes you have grown up children bring them under control to discipline them to counsel them and they understand what we're trying to make them realize the good and the, the, the good and the things which need to be done and they understand so quickly it's a miracle it's so different at the beginning when we start a conversation so difficult but when we start it's seems so smoothly and you can feel the lord presence in the area in the no in our midst so that is another mm. miracle mm. so praise and thank god for everything father uh, brother thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jude uh, praise god because bring holy spirit is a part of your family he is the fifth member of your family and for every one of us he is a member of our family too and you could see mighty works happening in everyone's life because the holy spirit is real and alive and i always said you can talk to the holy spirit and share your day with him he'll do the planning for you and do everything make him a part of your daily life and things will just change thank you jesus praise you jesus brother this is russell again i just like to thank the lord for brother savio's reflections every day for the the enrichment that comes through those reflections as well as the morning encounter with the lord that we have i uh, attend every session of this morning encounter with the lord as a student myself learning from the holy spirit on what he wants to teach us and it's it's more of just going on that journey to to get to know him more and you know then each each new revelation that we receive every single day helps us get that one step closer in our relationship with him it's more of that constant working on that relationship so when you feel that enrichment in our spirit and when you look at it and say lord i know you better than what i knew you yesterday there's so much joy in that and it's just that joy that i would want each of us to um to take up there if you're not uh, reflecting on the word if you're not reading every day you're missing something really beautiful uh, just go back read your word uh, participate in that reflection every morning and reflect on brother savio's uh, word that the, that his reflection that he shares as well on the group as well as on facebook and if you have your own personal reflections where the lord is showing you something please feel free each one please feel free to share that on the on the telegram group so that others can be benefited by it as well we all here are students no one is a teacher the only teacher is the holy spirit there we all learn from him we receive from him and it is such a joy so when we really pray like brother vivek was saying and sister jane was saying jesus take all of me and give me more of you this is that little more that daily bread that we receive every day in its smallest form but it is so powerful and and so wonderful so thank you jesus for that thank you holy spirit yes thank you jesus and and anyone who is blessed by these morning uh, you know encounters with the lord uh, can you please share uh, this with other people i mean russell could you please mention that as well to share this on whatever formats we have yeah each of these morning encounters with the lord are shared on our uh, facebook group the friday teachings as well as brother savio's reflections are shared on our facebook group and the, all the teachings are recorded uh, and these are shared on our youtube channel uh, another good news is that we've started recording uh, and streaming live actually at the same time it gets recorded the the daily rosary and the divine mercy prayer 
So you can partake of that as well. If you have technology issues connecting on Zoom, then you can join live on YouTube or you can pray with the recording. Believe me, the power is the same. I have done that to test the, the morning encounter session that I have run myself in the morning. And I can testify that when, when I have gone and prayed again with the recording, that same anointing was sitting there. So it's presence there. Yeah, you, it, there is no difference even in the recording. I can guarantee you that. The Lord's presence is there as well. Um, another, another thing that I wanted to mention, another announcement is we are running a Gifts of the Holy Spirit workshop next Saturday for all those that are in Brisbane. So all those that are here and would like to participate, this will be uh, this will require attendance in person. Unfortunately, we cannot uh, run it by Zoom. So all those that are currently living in Brisbane and would like to participate in that session, please uh, leave a message on the Telegram group and I can send you details of uh, how you can participate in that session there. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Russell. Also, if you're being blessed, I'm sure Russell will, you know, share the Telegram link. If you're not part of the Telegram group, it's important to have a community that prays with you. And I also would mention that if you have any kind of uh, prayer request, if you're going through a, a, a hard time or something, I don't know how many of you listened to me three weeks ago, I'd asked and given you just one thing. I don't know anyone who listened to me or I said, find out a prayer partner from our own prayer group. I don't know if any one of you have done it, you put an amen if you've done it. Because there is someone who understands you. Maybe your own spouse would not understand you. Your own children would not understand you because you are born again of the Holy Spirit. And today you need a prayer partner who, who understands you. It could be one from the prayer group who's ready to pray with you and make those prayers of agreement. And I tell you, they are powerful prayers. I was praying with people. I know, you know, yeah, there's so many miracles that are taking place. Um, when you're praying these prayers of agreement. So someone understands you and you know prays with you. So if you are really being blessed, always ask someone, can you pray with me? I'm sure someone would definitely want another prayer partner. Uh, it's important to live as a community and love one another. That's what Christ gave us. You know, that was a commandment. It was not a suggestion. He says, I command you, you know, to love one another as I have loved you. So it is a commandment. So a commandment is different from a suggestion. We have to do it. That is what Christ said. If you are my disciple, you have to love. And if we operate in love, the devil can't get us. Because that is something he can't rob us. Because that is something we choose to do. So yes, uh, let us be a community and pray for one another. And please remember, if anyone makes a prayer request, you can always respond and pray along with that person. Or pray for that person. Uh, just be a part of this family. It would be wonderful to be blessed. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, anyone else before we start? So that... Brother, I'd like to say... Brother, I... Can you yeah, hear me? Is it an echo? Am I okay? Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah. I'd like to say thank you to Jesus for keeping our family and friends here safe during the recent floods. Because of this prayer group and prayer sessions, I learned to include the Holy Spirit in our plans. Uh, we pray the uh, and claim Jeremiah 29:11 every day. Prior to this weekend, we were planning on spending the weekend out with our family. I asked the Holy Spirit to be a part of our planning. We were planning for a few days, but nothing really materialized. 
as the days near the plans for going out uh, was cancelled. But I thank the Lord and thank the Holy Spirit for stopping us and keeping us safe at home. This was possible only because of what I learned on having a relationship with the Holy Spirit from this prayer yes. group and the teachings. I also pray for those affected that the Lord heal their situation. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Daphne. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, brother. I want to thank and praise the Lord for the gift of life, for protection and provision, yes. and especially for perfect timing. The Lord has his own way and his timing is absolutely perfect. And I thank the Lord for his gracious kindness in my life and in my loved ones and also of the whole world. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord, everyone. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just thinking about whether this is a testimony or not, but the Holy Spirit is guiding me and telling me, testify, testify this. Um, last, from last week, my daughter was um, uh, sleepwalking and uh, sleep talking, and, but was like, it was very aggressive. And then a time came when um, I feared, like, you know, to even tell her that this is what you are doing in your sleep. But then I told the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, guide me, help me to speak to my daughter and convey the love of Jesus. So I took courage. I spoke to her. Uh, now. She is uh, very, um, I must say that, you know, she knows Christ is there, but not like, you know, uh, a person who is into prayers or um, into the Bible, or, but she knows God exists. That's the kind of person she was. So I only told her that, you know, uh, do you have faith in Jesus? a little bit of, of faith in Jesus that he will do things. But why are you telling this mommy? So I told her that, you know, I'd been watching you, you know, um, pretty much the whole of this week. You are very restless and uh, there's too much of a talk that you are doing. Plus you are walking around in the room as well. And then until I say, just go to bed. Till then, you are just talking and walking. So this is not the right. Uh, this is not the right thing. Uh, when a person goes to bed, he should sleep, sleep peacefully. So I told her, uh, "Do you have?" Yes, ma'am. Uh, then I told her, "I know that your faith is very, 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 very like you know, very small. But you know what? God loves you." 
god loves that even that small little faith that you have don't say long prayers don't say big prayers just say lord jesus have mercy on me cover me with that precious blood and if i put my head on my pillow i should sleep peacefully i praise and thank my mighty lord today uh, today will be the third day since i spoke to her no fourth day since i spoke to her for the past three days and i i prayed over her as well uh, that evening when we were conversing as soon as our conversation was over again i continued uh, praying in tongues until last night no waking up no sleep talk no nothing i give all glory to god praise the lord what a powerful testimony thank you jesus that's that's how you listen to the holy spirit and do what he tells you to do so thank you sandra for really listening to the holy spirit because of your testimony so many other people will be blessed thank you Yes. Anyone else? So we can start. I have one more uh, brother. This very small one. This yeah, is regarding the prayer group. Yep. Um, I try my best, like you know, to log in ten uh, uh, minutes earlier. But sometimes it so happens that you know I just uh, come in uh, just five minutes before. Sometimes four minutes. and i either get a decade to say i'm or i get a divine mercy chapter to say and that is like so fulfilling to me yesterday what happened was 5 o'clock i set my alarm my rosary alarm 5 o'clock uh, i mean like i'm in melbourne so we are one hour ahead so uh 7:50 i think so yeah as soon as the alarm i was in the room in in the zoom session and then by, when i'm in the zoom session maybe one minute two minutes by then everyone has got a ticket everyone has uh, got a chapter to say jesus you don't like me or what i was so so sad about that and then suddenly um i can't remember um the name of the person like you know uh she called out like you know you're saying this you're saying this you're responding you're saying you're responding you're saying oh my jesus i lost it what's the point i was thinking and suddenly i hear this word sandra will you do the litany praise the lord thank you jesus i am chosen praise god yeah no i mean i mean see everyone gets a chance so please come a little earlier it's it's only helpful for the people because they want to start on time because there are people wanting from different parts of the world who are joining so so yeah thanks sandra thank you for that testimony too i'm very happy that people are sharing from their heart and that is so important what the lord is doing for them in their lives thank you jesus okay so anyone else like to share
Okay, Sabio, can we go to today's teaching? So today we're going to deal with self-image and how that is an important part of our understanding. Uh, having a healthy self-image is the topic to today. Now, first I would like to go to the definition of a self-image and understand what is self-image by itself. So the idea one has of one's abilities, appearance and personality, going to a dictionary definition again, it is the idea, conception or mental image one has of oneself. So if you look at it, there's a positive self-image and a negative self-image. Now, a positive self-image has the ability and the potential to boost our physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual well-being. It's a package deal, all, all sides. On the other hand, if you have a negative self-image, it can decrease our well-being in each of these overall areas of our lives, right from the physical, mental, social, emotional, and our spiritual side. So it's important just to understand from that perspective, what you mean by self-image. Now, getting back to us and understanding it from the word point of view, do you know that it's God's will for you and for me to have a healthy self-image? Now, a self-image is a mental picture of what I believe I have. Okay, so a simple example is you, have a, you are short. So you say, I'm short. That's what you have as a mental image. You are, you know, you are poor because you define yourself as poor because you have, you believe that other people will see you as poor by the definition that you have of yourself. You have created that mental self-image. Same with what you create about your abilities and what you can do. Now, this is all that is created because of a thought pattern that is coming in. Now, from the world perspective, you just look at it as a thought that's coming in. But from the biblical and from the word that we study, we know that Satan, the deceiver, gives us these deceiving thoughts and makes us build up that self-image pattern. So we do not like to see ourselves. The moment you see yourself in the mirror, you say, oh, I look so horrible. And so, you know, if it's a woman or a man, says, I look ugly or don't look handsome. I don't look good. Now, you do not look from God's eyes, but because you see from the worldly perspective, what people will perceive of me because of the image I have created for myself. Now, this is a very deep topic. It is not something at the surface. Everyone suffers in some area of the other. If you understand what I'm saying, put an amen. If you understand what I'm saying, because I'll go deeper and share with you how the devil gets us at different points in our life if we do not pay attention to what God's love is for us. Okay. Now, it can be color. It can be race. It can be your qualification. It can be what car you drive, okay? I just want to give you an example. Say you drive a, a lower level car and someone comes in a very high level car, like a Mercedes or a very big car and wears a suit, which is a lack of, you know, a big amount of money. Now, when you go to shake hands with that person, the first thing you think, I'm not good enough. And that person is richer than me, okay? If you go to meet a colleague and want to talk to it, you see that colleague as intelligent, only making powerful statements and discussions based on the knowledge he has, you straight away put yourself down because you feel you don't have knowledge. Now, God has not made this distinction. Man makes it based on a negative self-image that you have made out of yourself. Now, many people do not understand that this is a stronghold 
this is Satan's deceptive tactic to allow you to live in a prison where he has locked you with your own key. He has made you build that lock and you have locked yourself in. And you don't even know that you're in a, in a stronghold. You will read the Bible. You'll do everything possible. But today is a day of freedom where you realize that what the devil is doing to you is actually making you believe that self-image is true, whereas it is not true. Because what he wants you to do is make a comparison between you and another person. The moment you start comparing, that's when you get into depression, oppression, and you start feeling that low self-esteem or the worth of yourself, the value you put for yourself is like nothing. You just don't like to look at someone because you feel you're not, you're not worth anything. You don't have the confidence that Christ has given you to stand up like a warrior and go and speak because it is the Christ who lives in you. It is not you your, yourself, but it's Jesus Christ that lives in me. That is important. So did you, if you get this base and understand, many of us, believe it, many of us are living our lives in this stronghold. This is a very powerful deception tool of Satan where he wants you to believe that you are in the world you are professing the scriptures, you're doing everything. But deep down inside, you may be having certain statements that he keeps playing like a tape recorder all the time. Some of them, which I've put in my own study today, which have happened in my life, I decided to put it up here because enough is enough. I share it as it is so that you understand how he plays and how you should fight back. But remember one thing, you have to first know the patterns that form in your mind. And do not give in to the deception ploys of the devil. For that, the word has to be strong in you. And you need to know that if you are in a stronghold, you need to break it. And this self-image has to be created. And if it's a negative pattern, you've got to change it into the positive one, which God has made for all of us. Okay. I hope this, is, this base is making it clear as to what the teaching is going to be. And yeah, I just want to ensure that all of us... Uh, you know, every Friday are blessed by these teachings so that this can be life transformational. It's not normal, but it has to transform. Okay. Now, do you know it's God's will for us, for all of us to have a healthy self-image? Okay. Savio, do you agree? Yes, Vivek. Yes. Okay. Do you know that he desires for you to truly love yourself for who you are? Okay. Yes. Now, what I want you to understand is, Savio, you as a human being, are the creation of God. Okay, You're yes. created in God's image. Okay, Now, yes. when we understand God lives in you, he has created the way he wants you. Okay, With every perfection, there would, be another, there would not be another Savio like you in the whole planet Earth. They, could be, they say there are eight resemblances of a person like Savio who would look like Savio, but it cannot be Savio. Is that clear? Yes. So you are God's unique creation. And when you confess, you must be saying, I am God's unique creation, created in the, in the image and likeness of my Lord and my God. And I love myself the way I am. Now, the point here is comparison. Comparison never comes from God. God made you in a unique way. Point of comparison is you have created a self-image of yourself and now you're comparing your image with what another person could be looking at you as. 
Okay, so Savio, you'll be looking at someone, if you're in a junior position, you someone very senior, you say, but I'm in a junior position, he's in a senior. Now, who has made that comparison? Did that person make it or you made it? I made it. You made that comparison and then that person approaches you, he's very knowledge, very intellectual and has full of ideas and you're very subdued and calm and quiet. When you make a comparison, what happens immediately to your self-image or what would be your pattern? Would it be positive or negative? Negative. Exactly. Now, this Savio is not from God. Are you understand? Yes. This is a stronghold from the eyes from Satan himself. And this is a deception ploy he uses for all believers. So people who do not understand that a self-image can either make or break you as a person, because if you do not understand this, because the pattern is already you know, devised by you, Okay, the devil is playing that's a role of bringing that I'm not good enough. God does not love me. Okay, I'm not rich. I don't have anything. I have always have poverty in my life. Nothing good happens in my life. Okay, and he keeps on repeating it like a cast, like a broken tape record continuously. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Okay, so for everyone, why am I putting this as a base? So that you know that we Though ye may say, oh, I'm the body of Christ, Satan, you have no power and place in me. Yet you may be, I may be, everyone may be in a stronghold. Now we have to understand what happens and how things happen. If there is one area I want you to check in a stronghold is a comparison. If you're comparing yourself with someone, whether he's a rich person, whether it's a qualification, whether it's a look, whether it's whatever it is, okay? Whether someone has a better job, a better car, a better qualification, a better house, uh, you know, children are doing well or some sort of thing. There is an underlying pattern that is coming there of a self-image you have made of yourself. And obviously, the demons don't enter. I could do a teaching on this, on demonology, to understand that the pattern of the devils, they don't come in, a, in one. They come in a gang. Savio, you understand what I'm saying? Yes, right? yes. They always operate in a gang. So when you have a comparison... There will be the areas of jealousy, pride, uh, lust, you know, every kinds of bitterness, spirit. These are spirits that are walking in. Okay, when the devil said, when he said, you know, when he sweeps the house and keeps it clean, there'll be seven worst spirits that would come in. They always come in a gang. So it's very important for us to understand the source of this pattern is you and me falling for the for the the, the evil one giving us that kind of a self-image. Okay. So how do I love myself then? You know, God loves you the way you are. No changes. You are perfectly the most magnificent piece of creation in God's eyes. You and me, the way we are, okay? The way you are and the way I am. Now, you may be just saying, I'm, but I'm only 5'4 or 5 feet. Someone is 6 feet. When you are 5 feet or where God never measured you and said, no, I'm, if you're 5 feet, you won't be good. There is no standard of that side. You have created that standard. And that is what you need to break. Love yourself the way you are. It's very important that self-love is important. Because if you ignore self, you do not realize that you have stopped loving yourself but trying to find love outside. If you don't love yourself, how can you love others? Okay, so have you got this? Yes. First, you need to love yourself. Many times when I feel a little down, I decide, no, I feel like eating something which I really like to eat. So I tell myself, let me let us go out and enjoy. Let's let's make that time to spend that time with ourselves. 
and it's more important that don't ignore yourself love yourself and that is important from this whole teaching today so god loves you the way you are your personality your gifts and talents and even your quirks sometimes you may act a little strange but god loves you the way you are strange as you are okay someone may like to sing in the bathroom and the family was what kind of fellow this is sings in the bathroom okay or someone likes to you know do something which is really strange and funny but god likes that funny side of you if you are that funny born he says yes i love you the way you are i just want to have that assurance today no matter what people say about you god loves you i am a truly a child of god and god loves me the way i am full stop okay no more questions on that so i'll admit at a time in my life today why this thought came from the holy spirit and why this teaching today i go behind at times and i realize that it was it is never something that we understand we understand a teaching called stronghold which i want to do again uh on another st- uh, powerful teaching on stronghold and how the devil gets us there but this is the base of our stronghold something that you and i create for ourselves and it has never been a rosy side for many of us and many of us will relate with me what i'm trying to say there was a time that i didn't like myself at all i always looked at myself and say and i used to have the statement i'm not good enough you know there's someone better than me every time and the devil would keep on saying look you're not good enough he's better than you and that kind of competition became very unhealthy because if someone was doing well i was not very happy i would feel totally horrible now high hope someone can relate with me someone gets a promotion which you wanted to get and someone gets it before you and you feel terrible that you worked hard and you don't get it and then the devil comes and says look i told you you're not good enough okay and every area of your life if something does not work again you'll get that statement i told you you're not good enough and that becomes a pattern where i realize that i'm not good enough as a human being because i'm not good enough because others are better than me in every area of my life and that is that destroying pattern that we talk of satan working in john 10 10 steal kill destroy okay he steals you of your joy kills you of your conscience you don't agree to god's word because you see satan's word as total and and the devil is a very patient you learn one thing from the devil or from satan his patience he waits for a time okay that's why he says he waits like a roaring lion okay that's what 1 peter 5 8 says waits patiently to attack and strike he studies the pattern and understands our weakness so for us to get to the top of it you need to have the word in your mouth just like brother john lawrence gave that confession or testimony that is the way you attack and fight back but you need to do it consciously because the devil can play with your mind patterns at all times so i felt terribly insecure okay does someone agree with me or it's only me feeling insecure only i am sorry do you agree with yes me? yes absolutely. Okay. absolutely and i felt insecure at times you know uh, in india where i had very big positions i still felt that other people are still better off than me they have much bigger positions or insecurity can be at any level it does not mean that you know you are right on top and you still feel oh there's someone better than me and i constantly wanted to be like other people always i wanted to be like other people dress up like whatever they wore if they wear good shirts i used to keep on buying good clothes whether it cost me anything or not whether it's an arm and a leg i don't care i said no i need to buy this because they are wearing it i wanted to do what they were doing okay to whatever extent i was trying to copy people 
Now, we know in our own life, we try to copy people's patterns because we try to understand, oh, they are successful. If they are wearing such clothes, if they are doing that, there must be something I need to do. And it was all about what they were doing that became my benchmark. Okay, if someone wore a particular shirt, I decided that brand has to be bought. Okay, I didn't look at anything else, but just decide that that brand has to be bought. If there was a particular perfume, I wanted that perfume. If there was a particular thing that the person spoke, I wanted to use the same language. Though it may have not been in accordance with God's word, but I chose, okay, that is the way. Oh, that looks powerful. That looks the way. I should be just like that. I'll be considered a man. If someone looks at me that way, it says, wow. Now, can someone relate with me? It, it could be in this pattern, but in your, it could be somewhere else. The dress sense, I need to buy this. I need to buy that. Or maybe you got into sh becoming a shopaholic, not even thinking of feeding the children because you want to shop and shop till you drop and buy something. Most of the things we buy, we don't use. Okay, it's just lying somewhere in the cupboard. You never use it maybe once a year or maybe once in five years. But still you want to because you want to be part of the community, seen as someone who stands up in the big shopping malls, shopping, and you can talk about it on Facebook or anything and, and say, wow, I did all this. Now, the point I'm trying to make is comparison. I wanted to be like someone. I wanted to be like other people. I was focused on everything that was wrong with me and it, it kept... It kept making me sick all the time. Now, this is how a stronghold is formed. Because I believe that if I give a competitive exam, I'm not good enough. Because someone else will be better than me, get a better rank than me. So don't give the exam. Okay, so it comes this way. Now, you see, we have an enemy called Satan. Okay, and this is very clear. And this is what I want to teach today. Please get this right. Okay, this is in base. And I'm putting it as the way I can understand it. Who wants to fill our minds with negative thoughts he wants to continuously focus on our weakness and wants us to meditate on our weakness okay not meditate on our strengths meditate on the weakness and the moment we keep meditating on the weakness what really happens out of the abundance of your heart the mouth speaks that's what the word of god says so he wants us to make those confessions from our mouth now, do you see how this happens? Yes. He has been playing this entire cassette tape in your mind all the time. Vivek, you're not good enough. And if something does not happen, he says, look, I told you you're not good enough. Till you agree with him that, yes, I'm truly your right. I'm not good enough. Okay, so slowly he gets you to that steal, kill and destroy phase. And you have totally surrendered not to God, but to the evil one with how he plays and creates mental strongholds. Now, this teaching was powerful for people who want to change their lives just like me, who have gone into addictions or any kind of thing, be it any kind of addiction that you are in. It is a stronghold that the devil says, come on, it's pleasure, it's fun. Let's just do it one more time. Or someone who was an alcoholic says, just drink a little more, doesn't matter. One life, one life you have, short life, enjoy it. Who's in tomorrow? And that's how, he says, just take one. And what he would do is get your best friend to talk to you. This is all a plan of the evil one. And this is how he operates. Now, that's how he gets the person drunk. And that drunk person would ruin his own family and destroy the family. This is how he operates in patterns. So I want you to understand 
because enough is enough. If you understand what I'm teaching today and how this teaching is, I've brought it from my own life and put this teaching the way it is so that people get, okay, and we're using scripture now, which will help us. So as I said, again, I want to repeat this so people understand this. So Satan doesn't take it away from us. Satan is an enemy, okay, who constantly fills our minds with negative thoughts. Okay, remember the thought pattern. If it's a negative thought, okay, today I was counseling someone in the morning and shared this thing. If it's a negative thought pattern in the first thing, destroy it at that root itself. Do not allow it to come because if you recognize that this is not from God, the Holy Spirit will say, this is not me. It is not from God. Immediately break that thought pattern by saying it is written. Okay, and you could use any of the scriptures. We have quite a number of scriptures uh, which you can use in your fight back. One of them is I'm the body of Christ. Uh, it is written, I'm the body of Christ. Satan, you have no power and place in me. I can use any other things and add to that sickness, lust, disease, anger, fear, anything that I would like to do and break it. Get out of me right now in the name of Jesus. Some can say the one that lives in me, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the most powerful trinity that lives in me is more powerful than the evil one that is in the world. I command you to leave in the name of Jesus. Use this command because this is what God has given every believer, the commanding pattern. Okay, There were 10 commandments. Jesus commanded in the language to the angels you need to command. There is no language other than commanding that we know in the spirit realm. So that's how it operates. Okay, So once, remember, he makes us meditate on these negative patterns and then ultimately what is his victory is when we speak these words out of my life and we say, I'm not good enough. God does not love me. I'm useless. Nothing good can happen in my life. These are the curses that come, but these are not coming because you try to control your mouth, but because he has fed and created that entire hard disk or they call it RAM with a random access memory, the entire uh, memory is filled with only negativity. You can erase it completely by, you know, by erasing the whole hard disks and recreating it now with God's will. I hope this is really blessing all of you. Okay, I've not even got into scriptures, but this is how it is, okay? Now, I want to get to this point of where it hurts, okay? First thing, he'll play on our insecurities like a broken record. Bombard us with the same things over and over and over and over again. He'll tell us things like you are always messing up things. How can God love you? Okay, this is one. If it comes to you, put an amen so that we can break it. Okay, so if, if you relate to him. Now, with me, it always comes. See, I told you you're not good enough. So don't take the exam. It's not for you. It's only for top performers or great rankers. But anyway, how does it matter to you? Okay. You're not good enough. Just don't read the Bible. It doesn't work. Okay. Don't ask for help. What will people think of you if you ask for help? Okay. Don't tell the truth. Who knows about this? Nobody knows. It's lying. Maybe someone has an affair with an outside woman. Don't tell your wife. How will she come to know? She won't know. Or your spouse. Don't tell your husband. How will he come to know? So quiet. Nobody knows about this affair. Keep it under the carpet. Just tell your spouse you keep loving her. Okay, but how much can you lie? Okay, you can't. You see, Christ knows everything, every thought, even before it comes to our mind. 
read Psalm 139 and you'll realize how powerful the Lord is. You can't escape from the Spirit of God. Wherever I go for my presence, Lord, if I go to the north, south, east, west, you are there. So sometimes I even say, Lord, you're greater than my greatest sin because even below that, God had gone even to that extent to pick a person. That's how, you know, the prodigal son decided to make a U-turn and come back to the father's house. You and I can be in, the, in, in a trench, however deep it could be. Today, God gives us that invitation to turn around and come back and say, I return to my father's house. Okay. Okay. Another thing is, if we don't recognize, now, it could be any other pattern. I've just taken these two things. Okay. It could be your poor. Look, I told you you're poor in every area. Look, you look so ugly. So ugly. Nobody looks at you. Look at it. Your spouse also says horrible things about you. You're ugly. Everyone looks at you. You're ugly. So you've created that I'm an ugly person. Okay. You've built yourself into that ugly mode. Even if you dress up in the best clothes, you say, look, I'm ugly. And you agree with the devil and say, yes, I'm ugly. Yeah, you're, you're with me. And you have accepted that lies. And now, even though someone says, wow, you're so beautiful. You're looking so nice. But you know, yeah, this look, he's not telling the truth, purposely saying that. But he knows he's actually meaning you're ugly. So you're living in this lie that you have created for yourself called a self-image. This pattern is the hard disk that you have made or the mental image you made of yourself. And now you think the person looks at you and even if they say good things about you, you still feel, oh, no, this fellow is simply at all saying it because he doesn't mean it. So are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes, yes, absolutely. Have you relate? Absolutely. Can you relate? Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, definitely can relate. Okay. So, yeah. So many times, you know, many times uh, uh, it, people do not understand and uh, this can you know, create a lot of problem. So I just want you to get this very, very clear. Okay, can you see me, Savio, properly? Someone said camera issues. Uh, can I be seen? Yeah, you can be seen, Vivek. Can be heard properly? Yes, okay. yes, clear. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. My notes are here, so I've got to look there. Praise God. Uh, and, and another thing is, you'll never be as good as your brother or sister. Many times, this is how the devil also gets us with our own siblings, okay? Because sometimes the parents make comparisons that says, like, you know, look, your brother is better than you or your sister is better than you. And it happens in the household only. You don't have to run out. And then that person says, oh, look, I'm just like that. I'm, I'm not good enough. You know, I'm like the black sheep of the family. So this is how, you know, pattern could be formed even there. And that is the kind of pattern you live all your life. with. Today, I want to ask each and every one of you who's listening to this recording now, who's part of this year, do you believe that you have a self-image which could be negative in any area of your life. You may have certain areas where you're positive, but it can't be possible that the devil is not trying to get you with negative thoughts in certain areas. Okay? Or there could be areas where infidelity comes in, areas where there is kind of, you know, you're caught into an addiction, which is a secret addiction, which you don't want anyone to know about. It could be pornography, it could be you're, you're smoking secretly, you know, and then having mints, you know, you know, Savia, how people do that. Yes, yes, yes. You know, have a mint and say, oh, I don't know what, I always like mint very much. So my taste, you know, but actually you're smoking. So you're hiding a cigarette or hiding a bottle, you're drinking, and then you try to cover up with something else. Now, this is how the devil says, do not tell anyone. Everything in the demonic realm is secret. Nothing is exposed. You get this? Yes. 
there is no open communication it is all closed communication no one needs to know anything okay so this is how he controls us so the problem here is if we don't recognize his lies and replace that with god's word now this is how to get out of it okay we begin to believe these things about ourselves and begin saying them out of our own mouths and this is what happens where we are come to that stage of steal kill and destroy we now no longer believe that god loves us we now no longer believe that i am a child of god that the god loves me the way i am with what i am because i have created an image for myself which is not in consistency with god's word because i have chosen to totally listen to the devil and his lies now this is the lying pattern of the devil and that's the reason why many people don't even open the bible because the devil says it has never helped you why are you wasting time don't bother okay you go to church you're going to church once a week is enough why do you want to read the word of god how is it going to help okay many people say okay anyway brother you're teaching once a week that's enough for me i say if you want to have a relationship with christ it is only through his word not through the preacher's word today i can give this this can help you but if you do not open that word of god and decide to have a relationship with christ then all this is meaningless the devil is winning let me put it this way because that word has to be the strength of your life if someone confesses the word all the time every day every day some day that word will become flesh and that word can be used in your warfare now i want you to know that we are in a warfare and none of us are spared in this okay no one the warfare can only be won with the sword okay which is the word of god okay thank you jesus so many times you i've also during the ministry time i've heard of stories and a lot of people who have repeatedly told me how dumb or you know they were when they were growing up their parents convinced them that they were good for nothing in life nothing good can ever happen in your life i even had certain people who are sitting in counseling who said that you will never get a child in life some some parents putting curses on them until today the children are now got children okay so and i the thing is that if you understand the pattern of these curses and allow that curse to walk and dominate in your life then obviously that curse has a power but if you decide to break it in the name of jesus because jesus became a curse on the cross that curse has no power okay so one thing is very clear today what you learn is to apply the truths in your own life and to fight back the pattern which you know which the devil has created i cannot decide what pattern is there where the stronghold is but definitely there could be some area of your life where the devil has got us and because he's not going to be sitting because there are weaknesses in everyone's life amen amen yes so there are people who say this parents are the ones also sometimes who use this and regardless of how intelligent or gifted the people were they were to deal with their own record broken records in the mind for years because we live with that pattern my mother said i'm not good enough my father said i'm a dumbo okay my father said you what can person you know i wish we didn't have a child like you and then all your life you keep on saying this to the child so the child always believes that you know i never got love from the house and that is what happens when the child gets married becomes big and becomes married when gets married and then ill treats the wife and ill treats their children and this is all a pattern that is playing up 
because there's a stronghold. Are you getting it, Savio, from where yes. it all comes? Yes, yes. Absolutely. It's coming because the stronghold is there. You see your life in that pattern because it's already in, it's already in your hard disk and that is that mental pattern that is driving you. You see life only from that pattern because it's already created and you are supporting it and you believe that pattern and you speak and profess that pattern. I am not good enough. I am not going to, I put it in stone. Even if you have the best opportunity in life, you will not take it because your pattern says don't take it because you're not good enough. You know, some people get jobs, almost get it to the ninth stage and then it goes away. Okay. And they are unemployed so many years. Why? Because they choose to believe that pattern, not to break it and say, Lord, you have chosen this for me. I receive it in your name. I break any negative pattern in your name. The name of Jesus is very powerful. The devil would not want you to take it because there is a power in that name of Jesus. Okay. So this is how we use it. Now, you see our thoughts and words are incredibly important. Let's take our first scripture for the day. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7. Take me the APMC if you don't mind. Can you go to Amplify? Do you have Amplify? Uh, AMP? Just go AMP. Sit down. If anyone is enjoying it till now, can you put an amen and glorify God if this is really touching you? Because this teaching would really bless you then. So, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he in behavior, in behavior one who manipulates. He says to you, eat and drink. Yet his heart is not with you, but it is begrudging the cost. Let's take the first line itself. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Okay. So as he thinks in his heart, so is he. That's how the person is. Okay. So when you have a healthy self-image, you will always think of good in somebody else's life. But when you have a negative self-image, even if the person is prospering, if someone comes and tells you, Savio, I got a job and you know, I've got a five figure job. I've got a very good car and I've got a new house. Okay. And they come and tell you that, and you have a negative self pattern. Even if you are a friend, what would you do? What would you do? Would you say, Oh, congratulations. I'm happy. But would your heart be yeah. happy? No, you would be envious. You would not be able to sleep. Yeah. You will just be terrible. Okay. Someone may get into drinking or get into alcohol or drugs or some sort of thing, because you cannot accept the reality of someone doing better than you. Are you getting? Yes. Because the pattern in your mind is, I have to be the best. I have to dominate. Nobody, yes. everyone else is rubbish. I am the best. No one can be close to me. And if someone goes above you, someone says, you cannot accept that fact. Okay, how many of you relate to me in what I'm trying to say? If this is a pattern, it's again a stronghold. But you say, brother, but I preach the, I am the word of God. I know the scripture. I skip you have to reflect in your own life and find out where is that area where the self-image has been made by the devil. Now, remember, we are all grown up and there's a pattern happening right from childhood. So that's why there's something called inner healing that takes place to break that pattern. 
but you need to recognize which area of your life when someone pokes that area of your life you know you feel terrible are you getting me sorry yes if someone talks of your academics and if you come someone gets if that particular exam which you couldn't pass someone passes and talks of that you feel terrible because you know that whole life comes back again from the past okay it could be in your work okay where someone has got promotion and you couldn't get your promotion it could be areas of your own you know someone who wants to get married but can't get a good spouse and if someone gets married and you know your best friend comes with a wedding card and gives it to you and he's younger than you how do you feel sir yes jealous okay so this all because of a pattern okay i don't want so many people also have a pattern in the mind of the eye when they have a good spouse that comes in they said no the devil says no not like this it should be like this that be very good extremely good tall someone says oh this too tall too short too fat too short, you know too thin everything has a problem you know they want someone extremely good which is only there in the books or some you know on in a particular movie so this is how a pattern is being created and it's a stronghold and that's why you can't find the perfect spouse okay so there is one area which is deterring you from seeing someone because you have created a pattern and that negative self image okay so we know one more scripture that is proverbs 1821 which is we use all the time okay and this is the power of the tongue i want you to understand today we give scriptures but you need to use the scriptures by making a prayer in your own life okay i want to also make a prayer in our jobs because many of us are struggling in our uh, jobs okay struggling to that extent is that you want to leave the job you want to quit today but how will you pay the family bills i mean anyone who puts an amen here is true to himself your boss is harassing you your subordinates are harassing you they're making you work you know beyond your work hours they're making you work they're torturing you mentally you just don't have a life okay you just want to you just don't want to get up and go to work the moment someone talks of work something happens to you head starts pain you get a headache okay or you just want to escape you just think can i have a cup of tea or you know uh do something but i don't just you just don't want to listen to someone saying okay if it's a friday and you should just talk to it on monday i just don't want to think of it saturday sunday this is because you know you just have that pattern and people are putting you down all the time and you feel you're not good enough and that pattern is playing in work and that stronghold has taken such a powerful uh place in your life is that you can't even quit the job because the bills are only rising at the same time you can do nothing you can only suffer so today i want to say a prayer okay uh, after this and you want to get that out okay so proverbs 1821 says death and life are in the power of the tongue and though they who indulge in it shall eat the fruit of it okay that is from the ampc i just read that uh yes okay so i read it from the ampc uh it has been proven that we believe what we think and we say about ourselves more than what anyone else says about us so we keep saying about ourselves more than what anyone else will say now many times this is not true okay because i have a belief that someone will say this about me it may not be true but it is a source that is having it all coming from okay so that's why it's important for us to purposely meditate on the good things about ourselves okay uh, when you are in this negative pattern you can't see good you can only see negative you agree with me sabir yes absolutely 
you can't see even if someone says but sabhi you done so violate your work you're doing so well yeah but i don't have a good house look at that look at my house it's not the best i mean but he said but you're doing so well everything is good you got a good family everything okay but he said but look at my house it's not the best are you getting me you are yes. looking at one thing but not realizing that there are so many other positives that are there but it could be one area of your life that is pulling down all the other positives so it's important to meditate on the good things about ourselves we need to actively look for the good then choose to think about it and speak it out of our mouths now just as brother john lawrence gave us that idea that is exactly the way breaking the pattern works where you choose to say uh like today i was talking to someone and he says look brother my finances are not good and i said like why don't you say lord you have always blessed me with so much that my hands cannot contain lord i know one thing the banks always my bank is bursting because i have so much money in the bank i only have to feed other people because you're giving me so much that i'll never lack in life because your word says that now when you start in speaking these things even if you don't have a single cent in the bank the point here is you have trying to break that pattern of negativity by creating a new pattern by god's word now god's word will not change and again i want to share with you this is a meditation this is not a two minute maggie noodle is that clear sir yes so so one thing is very clear is if you decide that today i make one scripture and tomorrow morning immediately things change okay it won't work that way. are you getting it so this is important for us to realize that you start meditating because the pattern the devil has made us from the childhood till now okay you may be 50 years of your life and now you expect within the one day brother vivek has taught next morning everything has to change are you getting me it doesn't work that way erasing a negative experience what you had with your parents with your with your siblings with your friends with people in your like enemies in your life and maybe your own spouse or your own you know parents or in-laws or whatever all that has got a pattern and has created you into a particular uh, you know a stronghold and you're living in it living in it like a prisoner with a lock and the key actually is with you but the devil is telling you not to open it because he says it's no good enough even if you get out of this prison you will still be in the prison because he has created that pattern in you okay but truly i would tell you today if we can make a prayer and break it we can be out of it and how many of us want to be out of it and how many of us want to believe so do not remember one thing when you get a negative self a negative thought just remember one thing go to a calm place and see what thought patterns are coming in your mind is the pattern that is coming from god is it in alignment with god's word or is it not in alignment with god's word okay i would always use two corinthians chapter uh, chapter 10 verse 5 can you take me there we are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing 
that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. You know, when you are, when you, when we have, when we say Psalm 91, okay, Brother Russell and I, we have already had a chat about this once and it's truly so, 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 so important to realize that this body that you have has to be protected by you and me because this is bought at a price. You cannot take and do whatever you like with it. You've got to say sorry to God because we will be judged by what actions we do in our body. Okay, so that's important. So one more very clear important thing here is if there's a negative pattern coming in, this is the enemy. Now, when you are on a warship, if there's a there's the enemy ship coming around, what would you do? You'd, would you allow it to come and destroy you? Or no. would you take action by destroying it the moment you recognize them? Yes. Are you getting? Yes. But how many of us allow the, the thought pattern to enter? And remember, the devil is a very, very patient player. Okay, He plays very patiently. And he understands how we are, all the strengths and the weaknesses. The weaknesses is what he studies and waits for a time. Okay, but you say, but I say I am the body of Christ. Satan, you have no power and place in me. He will go away, but he'll be waiting for another opportunity. So that's why I said we are in a spiritual warfare. And you can't be sitting there and thinking on the fence that no worries. Well, Friday Bible study. Morning, I'll go for prayer. Afternoon, I'll say this. Or I will say this prayer. It's important. I'm not saying no. But without having God's word inside you, Remember, you're too easy for the devil because you do not know the power that you have and the power you can have is only through God's word. And the only way you can break these patterns is the moment you get that pattern, cut it in the root itself. Or, you know, nip the bud, they say. At the moment it comes, you say, in the name of Jesus and, and say it is written just like Jesus fights the devil and use the scripture that works with well with you. The moment you do that, if anyone has done it, would you see that peace and calm immediately? Savi, have you done it? Yes, yes. We have to do it every day. So not that you have a choice and say, no, I can do it. You know, devil attacked me once in a year. Okay, be careful. He has taken your the whole ship and you're wondering he's not attacking. So be clear about this. Uh, we need to get every stronghold, uh, every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. That has to be in accordance with God's word. If the devil allows you to say, okay, if you are a person who is gambling or heavy into gambling and you're destroyed a lot of your money into gambling and the devil gives you another opportunity, says, come on, play all you have now. Okay. And the Lord clearly says that this is my body. You will not take or not do any of these things if it's not in accordance with, uh, you know, with my purpose. Now, you will only know the truth because the word of God says only the truth can set you free but the truth is not inside you, then how will you know what is the truth or what is the lie? And when you have a, a sly devil who's trying to twist the word of God, how do you know what is he actually telling? That's why Eve fell to it because did he actually say that you will not die? Did God say you will not die? Did he actually say that? Now, this is a twisted word. He's waiting for you to reply. You are not supposed to reply to an evil thought that comes in. He just wants you to reply with anger. The moment he gives anger, that's the spirit of anger coming in. 
and i say they come in gangs so it's not one everyone else will come in so you need to reply with god's word ignore the fight back because you can't fight a spirit okay if jesus fought with the word you and i have to fight with the word okay but my point today is to open ourselves to realize where in my life is my weak spot where in my life is that pattern where i compare myself if someone talks about marriage you know suddenly you get furious you know something happens to you okay that is an area of your stronghold if someone talks about education you feel terrible because you know other people could study my parents didn't have the money i couldn't afford to go to school or college or get into some particular degree or professional degree and today i'm struggling and everyone else is doing well in life so someone talks about education or success and you there's something inside you that burns inside you that is your stronghold if someone talks about a spouse and you feel that your spouse is the most worst spouse on this earth who never has loved you and if someone talks of marriage something happens to you there is a stronghold there has to be forgiveness there has to be one area where you have to realize because what happens here you are trapped and you don't know that you are in a prison because that's how the devil plays are you getting me son yes absolutely is this topic helping you if you understand it from this way yes okay but our point here is i have to make that self introspection because there are some areas you don't want someone to talk about in your life and now you have to come clean if you want things to change but i tell you if you open up things will change one area i have noticed in people's life is their work life and today sir i just want to say we'll say one quick prayer here my teaching yes. is not over but i want to yes. get one area before i cover this part yes let's get some prayer here for so the holy spirit was telling me the jobs okay yes it's it's just we just surrender okay it's not very important that anything else you just surrender okay sure so i here i just want to say is that a prayer for a mental and physical strength when the work is difficult okay now the point is not the work that's difficult because i know so many people you are struggling with the amount of load someone has gone on leave okay and they put that hold that dumped all the work on you and you have you have no choice but to say yes and take it and you're struggling mentally it's too much for you you know you're doing five people's jobs and you're coming frustrated home you just can't do anything and you're drinking or shouting or abusing or taking off the anger on the children if that is your a uh, stronghold because i've noticed because of covid and because of things happening a uh, work patterns have changed to such an extent you have to work odd hours and work more hours or longer hours and sometimes the boss has become so bad or the colleagues are terrible uh you are really finding it very very hard to even quit the job because you don't have food on the table and you just don't know to trust god that he'll get you another job okay so here we go father god father god as i go to work as i go to work be with me lord be with me lord be the patience when i'm frustrated be the patience when i'm frustrated be the endurance when i'm tired be the endurance when i'm tired be the wisdom when i'm uncertain be the wisdom when i'm uncertain be the inspiration when i'm out of ideas be the inspiration when i'm out of ideas 
be the peacemaker when i feel hurt and depressed be the peacemaker when i feel hurt and depressed be the comforter when i feel overwhelmed be the comforter when i feel overwhelmed be the energy when i am weary be the energy when i am weary be the guide when i am confused be the guide when i am confused be the forgiver when i get it wrong be the forgiver when i get it wrong be with me lord jesus be with me lord jesus today and every day of my life today and every day of my life i thank you jesus i thank you jesus i make this prayer in the mighty name of jesus i make this prayer in the mighty name of jesus amen amen okay so that is a prayer in the area of a work related stronghold but this is something i've been noticing that we all go to work and we will never have the best boss or the best colleagues would someone agree with me at least on this and say amen yes because you could be struggling at your workplace someone is bullying you someone is harassing you someone is you know jealous of your success and they are waiting for a chance to pull you down and work is not fun and this is going to be a part of our life where we can't ignore because we have got to pay the bills and we have got to go to work and we are christians and god has told us to live a life of christianity but there are people doing exactly the opposite because they are not believers and sometimes you may be thinking why lord why promotions for them those people are abusing and still they get promoted why lord are people like them still in this organization where they do all the worst things achieving and nothing gets reported now this could be all those patterns that coming i just shared this because we could you know surrender those areas and break those patterns in our life and speak blessings over your life okay don't speak curses start speaking blessings look at the pattern that is coming in there because that's your self image you're being creating at your workplace that i'm not good enough i'm the worst nothing good will happen to me they will pay me the worst amount of wages they will pressurize me and they will make me work and work and work and they'll make me work and they will you know harass me or they will treat me so badly because they don't want my promotion they don't want me to excel in my career now these are all mental patterns that are there so please remember we to break these okay in the name of jesus okay so this is our teaching for today is how is based on that so what are you saying then if you are familiar with what is being taught so far in all the teachings that i have done especially on the power of your word and everything there are a lot of messages on the power of thoughts and words and have and a very powerful teaching called the power of your words russell if you could share that teaching with someone because that could be the base of how you could start using the word in someone's life okay and it's all so much to do with positive thinking it's replacing the lies of the devil with the truth of god's word you could start with the i confess boldly and start taking the scriptures that work for you now there could be some scriptures that will work for you now for me romans 8:20 if there's a if there's a negative thing happening in my life i said wow what a blessing lord because i will see the glory of god you are going to take this very thing the way it is and turn it for my good thank you lord because how a wonderful i thank and praise you god because i know romans 8:28 is active now because god works all the things for lots of everything for my good for those who love god and who are called according to his purpose you see i make that a prayer and i use that in my prayer pattern i take that very work that i'm going into and say turn this into a blessing 
I glorify God and thank Him because He takes it and turns it to a blessing. Amen. Amen. So you see, God's word is powerful and it has the ability to renew our minds and help us see ourselves the way God sees us. Not the way we see ourselves, but the way God has seen us because he created us. And that's why Romans 12.2 is an important part of deleting that hard disk that the devil has made. Okay, remember we have to format it. Correct, Savio? Is that the yes. right word? Yes. We yes. format the hard disk and we now replace it. Okay, oh, oh, we call it reset. When we have our, you know, whatever iPhone, we click, it's a reset the whole thing and erase the whole thing. And now ensure that we have a new disk filled with God's word or God's pattern. Amen. Amen. So take me to Romans 12.2. Please use this in your life because you realize that Romans 12.2 has been a very powerful transformational scripture in my life. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Amen. So this is such a powerful scripture. Okay. Do not be conformed to this world. This is the standard that the world has for us. Okay, which are the superficial values and customs, but be transformed means totally changed by what the renewing of your mind. Your mind needs to be renewed. Remember, God's word will renew your mind. The way you see it is not out of the self-image or the pattern that the devil has prisoned you with, but with this new image that you create, which is the positive self-image. The image that God wanted from you right from the day you were born or conceived. But the world changed you and made you believe into that particular prison that you are in. Are you getting me? So yes. there are some people who are chain smokers, Savio. Have you noticed them? Yes. The moment that area of their life is like they may be extremely successful, but the moment they see someone else becoming more successful than them, what happens to them? If, yeah, they feel jealous. They feel the fear comes in. What will happen? That someone will take my position. Okay. Many times the bosses, if you notice, and someone will put this, I've worked in corporate world, so I know artists. Sometimes the boss feels very insecure when the, when the subordinate has started becoming so good at his work because the boss fears that he will take up his position. You agree or no, Sam? Yes, yes, absolutely. And then the boss makes the life horrible for that subordinate or for the employee because he does everything possible to get rid of him. Okay? He will make him work on late nights, give him a job on a Saturday, call him on a Sunday and harass the person till the person gives up and runs. Are you getting Yes. So there's insecurity at every level. Now, that's why you need to understand and understand God's purpose in our life and do not allow any of these external factors to control you because God has a plan for us, okay? <clears throat> so God's word is very powerful 
And as we said, it has the ability to renew our minds and help us see ourselves the way God sees us. Now, before you accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, Savio, okay, yes. if you are in a particular sin, okay, say just if, if any person, I'm just saying not taking you, but I'm saying suppose a person was in the habit of, uh, you know, taking an example, okay, of, of pornography, okay, watching something evil, okay? Yes. Now, what happens if the person, you know, if the, someone calls into a party and they, you know, watch it, Okay, so this yes. this is fun for them because that's the pleasure trip that the devil takes all of us on. But remember, the wages yes. of sin is death. Okay, that's what the word of God says. But none of us, because the devil has already got you there and he feels that is the way fun is. You define the area of fun by this. Pornography is an area of fun. You know, it's a cool thing and it must happen whenever there's a party. Are you yes. getting? Yes. So you, you abuse, you know, abuse women, abuse things. And this is how that kind of a mental self-image is created. When you accept Christ as Lord and Savior, now things have changed. You are the same person, the same, everything same, but the mind has been renewed with God's word. That cassette which the devil had put off in you to abuse people has now been replaced with love people. Now, if that person calls you, what will the Lord tell you? Break up with all those friends. Those are not your friends. Are you getting? Yes. So many times you will be noticing truly if you are blessed by God's word, you'll have many friends leave you. If you can put an amen to this because you'll be with few friends, not like how you were before with thousands of friends. You will just have selected friends today okay, who will be like you, who are believers like you, who pray with you, who, who thank the Lord with you, who glorify God with you because they are your true friends. They don't talk bad about people. They love people. Okay. This is a revelation I got yesterday. I'm sharing with you. It's nothing to do with this teaching. But one thing that, you know, I got yesterday is Jesus Christ died for you and for me, sir. Okay. Let yes. me take it for you, sir. Did he die for you? Yes. Yes. Did. did Jesus get brutally beaten black and blue for you, Savio? I'm taking yes. it Savio's name. It's for all of us. Okay. Take it as yes. a personal name for you. Okay. Savio is just an example. Yes. All of you listen to this. Yes. Tell me one thing. Did they, did they actually crush him for our iniquities? Yes, they did. Okay. Did they actually try to, they, they actually took the nails and pierced his skull with it till the blood came out of it. Yes. Okay. Did they spit on him? Yes. Did they mock him? Yes. Did they make fun of him and ridicule him? Yes, they did. Did they tear his garments? Yes, they did. Did they brutally almost take the cannon of nine tails and actually pull his flesh out till he yes. could feel pain? Yes. yes. Did he feel pain, sir? Yes, he did. For you? Yes. I'm just saying you because it's for yes. all of us, okay? You and Yes, he did. But did that change Jesus's pattern of loving us. No. Could they take that away from Jesus? No, they couldn't. Could they take away his pattern of him saying, I still love you. Father, no. do not take this sin for they do not know what they are doing. No. I still love them yes. because they are mine. I love them. Yes. Can the devil rob you of your love? No. If you operate in love, then the devil cannot do anything to you. This yes. is God's word. He cannot. Yes. Because you have your past that phase in which he can get you. Yes. 
Are you yes. understanding? Yes. It's not a phase of the self. You're gone beyond it. Yes. Are you getting? When Saint Stephen yes. was, when he was stoned to death, he said, "Do not take this sin against him," because he could see the glory of God. He knew this body is anyway not there forever. Are you getting me? Yes. So yes. one thing is what Jesus gave us, and I want you to ask me: Did Jesus suggest to you that Savio, you got to love everyone? Did he make a note and say, Savio, you need to love everyone? Or no. did he say, he give a command and say, yes. I command you yes. that you got to love? What is he saying? Yes, yes, he gave a command and his example. So the commandment, a new commandment, I give. Yes. Yes. Until you that you love one another as I have loved you, brothers and sisters in Christ. If you get this right, this is the teaching, the crux of it. This is where the stronghold breaks. Because the devil cannot operate in love. Jesus says, "Love one another," and that's a commandment. When you love a person who hates you, when you love a person, even if the person tortures you, when you love what you're doing in life, even if the work is hard. you love it when you love doing something what you're doing and you put love into it into your cooking or into your cleaning or into some job which is odd where you never like doing but you still love it would that thing change for that job yes when you love people savio you work in a different condition the devil cannot get you satan cannot touch the people who operate out of love yes. and this is the truth of god's word this is the truth in breaking a stronghold because jesus never said i give you a suggestion savior he says i give you a command savior yes the command is you have to operate in it are you getting me you don't have a yes. choice of saying no I, i either you do it or don't do it either you yes. obey and have the blessings in deuteronomy 28 or disobey and have the curses yes. something as it is that yes. so i tell you one thing if you choose to love you know you'll always be victorious all your life i say thank the lord you have already reached there and you have reached that stage which god wants love one another as i have loved you and this is the crux of breaking any stronghold because if you notice in any stronghold there is always hatred there is always jealousy yes. there is always fear there is always any kind of hurt that is there and you want someone to be hurt or someone to be dead or someone bad to happen to someone But if you operate in love, you say, "Lord, let good happen in their life," and that's why it says one one Peter three nine says, "You inherit a blessing when you bless other people who hurt you." Are you getting me? Yes. So this is a pattern which Jesus wants to give us to love. So this is the critical answer to any kind of stronghold in our life, be it any area of your life. If you say, "Lord, I love you," and I'll continue to love you, and I love everyone, Lord. Every creation of God is creation of God. Is a brother and sister in Christ to you, whether they are believers or not. You still love them because God has created them also in His image and likeness. God is the judge, not me. And we all the problem with us is we are the judge. We decide what is right or wrong. Let God be the judge. Let us do what Christ wants to love one another. Okay. I hope you are enjoying this teaching till here. Okay. For instance, if the enemy try, if the enemy tries to convince you. that you are unlovable okay this is something he does all the time to all of us that you are unlovable because this is what he wants exactly to do the opposite of what jesus gave us to teach us that we are not being loved okay remind him that god says about you and you can say this okay jane you can write this down 
I am a child of God. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. He loves me and cares about every single detail of my life. Before I was even born in my mother's womb, he approved of me. He has a great plan for my life. Now we'll take certain scriptures, how the enemy tries to take away love from our life. The first thing he robs us of is not only joy, but love. When we feel unloved, we truly are no more human. We are already dead in the flesh. And he skilled that very purpose. So love is a spiritual blessing. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 talks of love. When the love is no more in your life, you are not living at all. You are spiritually dead. Okay, let's go to scriptures. Okay, Psalm 139. Let's take something from this psalm, beautiful psalm. And I want you to dissect this psalm in your life. This really is one of the best psalms for knowing how the creator loves us so much. Okay, so Psalm 139. Now, you're going to do the whole psalm. We can't do the whole psalm here. What I'm trying to do is guidepost, give us point or hint us or, you know, pointers as to how we can live a wonderful life, a life of love. Now, this psalm is a psalm about ourselves. Okay. One thing I love about this psalm is I cannot run away from God because wherever I run, he knows even before a thought is, okay. He says, uh, read verse 4. Even before there is a word on my tongue, still unspoken. Behold, O Lord, you know it all. So even before I can do something, or even before I can speak a word, my thought, he knows what it's going to be. Are you getting me? This is the God that we serve. This is how good he is. You understand my thought from afar. And he knows our pattern. He knows everything about us. Okay, you scrutinize my path and my line door. If you come down from verse 7, I want you to underline from verse 7. And this is what I want you to understand is that you can't cheat God. You can cheat the world, but you can't cheat God. And this is really what touches me. It really gives me the shivers at times get goosebumps when I read this and I realize who am I? I can't run away from you. And just read verse 7 onwards. No, no, wait. Till there, please. Just 7? Okay. Yeah, go from 7. We'll go from 7. And okay. I just want these, this, this pattern in our life to change. And this is going to be a transformational sound to bring about a positive self-image. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? Yes, read. Go ahead. If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, the netherworld, the place of the dead, behold, you are there. Now, when he says the world of the dead, it means I may be in the worst of sins in my life. Okay. Where I may think there is no way to return. This is very critical, brothers and sisters in Christ. I just want to make one note here. Is that even if you are in the worst place of your life, you may be doing the wrong things of your life, that you are hiding from the people you love, who love you very much. Okay, It could be a secret sin or some sort of pure area of your life, only which you know. God knows it all. It's better that you give it to the Lord and say, Lord, take it all. 
I give it up for you because I love you more than that secret sin. Because even if you are in the place of the dead, he says, okay, that's where the the bed in Sheol, he says, you are there. You are you are even deeper than my deepest sin. So you know to pick me up because Lord, I can't come out of the sin. You will get me out of the sin. Because Jesus went to hell, went down to that extent, carried that sin on a cross for me. And only he can get me out of that sin. Are you getting me? Yes. So someone in a secret sin, someone in kind of a, a area where you know you got into a pattern. It could be a depression. Continuously you feel feared. Continuously you feel you feel like crying all the time. You just just want to cry. You just don't know how to come out of it. That is a pattern, or oh, there's a there's one area which is that stronghold which is sitting there. Now only the Lord can get you out of it. You know what I would suggest, and listen to me, whoever's listening, take a paper and a pen, or take a diary. and try to ascertain where the source is okay where is the source of this stronghold is it the parent okay is it some parents is it your siblings is it your study is it some finance issue is it some area where you are not disclosed to the world one secret sin or is it a secret affair which can be blown out of proportion or a secret child or something that you have done which is not you know in alignment with god now remember god knows it all so read verse 9 again if i take the wings of the dawn if i dwell in the remotest part of the sea even there your hand will lead me and your right hand will take hold of me so even verse 11 this could be a, this could be a prayer of anyone Okay, Savio, read verse eleven yeah. and twelve. If I, if I say, surely, the darkness will cover me, and the night will be the only light around me. Now, how many people say this? Can you put an amen? I mean, I would say this as well, amen, because at at times you think there's only darkness in my life. I can't see any good day in my life. Do you agree with me, Sam? Yes, absolutely. Some of us go through this patch where we are walking through a valley of darkness, where nothing good only is happening. Everything only you get is negative news: somebody dying, someone this, your job is there, this problem, that problem. You can only see darkness in every area of your life. This is that prayer there. Even if it, you know, even if I say, surely the darkness will cover me and the night will be the only light around me, then verse twelve is the answer. what does it say even the darkness is not dark to you and conceals nothing from you but the night shines as bright as the day darkness and light are alike to you this should be your prayer from the heart you know prayers that are you search these gems from the bible verse 12 is the most beautiful verse for me in psalm 139 12 this is one of the most beautiful verses because here he says even the darkness is not dark to you lord even my darkness is not dark to you and conceals nothing from me even the night shines as bright as the day because darkness and light are alike to you allow the lord to be with you in that situation to take you through that situation that you are going through. don't run away allow him to take you because you'll come out of it 
because he's god okay i also want you to know verse 13 which is uh, uh, come down sir now this is 13 and 14 this is how god has created you okay and this is important can you read sir yeah for you formed my inner most parts you knit me together in my mother's womb i will give thanks and praise to you for i am fearfully and wonderfully made wonderful are your works and my soul knows it very well okay so this is there you can use verse 15 as well now this can be a prayer of your life okay use this as a prayer pattern to actually come out of situations and this is how life can really change okay like it says my frame was not hidden from you when i was being formed in secret and intricately intricately and skillfully formed as if embroidered with many colors in the depths of the earth your eyes have seen my unformed substance and in your book were all written the days that they are appointed for me so when as yet there were not even one of them even taking shape so even before i was conceived even before there was a creation god knew my existence on this earth so this is the god i saw truly if you love god put an amen truly because this is the god who i am going to live my life with who is going to bless me every day of my living life not only here but even till eternity why should i hide anything from god if he knows the way out or rather trust him than trust man we have made a mistake of trusting flesh and we have realized the result let's trust god because he is the only one who is going to get me out of this okay so this is psalm 139 139 for you but let's go to other scriptures let's take me to romans 838 39 now this is an area where the devil always gets us in the area where we are not loved Okay, so this is how you use your prayer pattern to fight back. Yes, Abhi. Where are you? Can you read? Yeah. Yes. For I am convinced, and continue to be convinced beyond any doubt, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present and threatening. no things to come no powers no height no depth no any other created thing will be able to separate us 
from the unlimited love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now, brothers and sisters in Christ, when you're making a confession, you don't use the word us, you change it to me, okay? Nothing can separate me from the love of God. That's what we have got in our I confess boldly, but you can use the whole thing for I am convinced and you can use that neither death nor life nor angel nor principalities nor things present and threatening nor things to come nor powers. Now you're taking everything in this and now it says not height, not depth, not any created thing will ever separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Are you getting sorry? Yes. This is the way we make our prayer. You use hidden gems on the word of God and write this in your book. If you are not maintaining a diary for the word of God, I would say keep a special diary. I do it. These are hidden gems. You use them and you write it there. Whenever I'm feeling down, I use the scripture. Anytime you feel down, you go back to that and say, yes, the scripture. I go to make that prayer accordingly. These are all answered prayers for all of us. So take it and keep this with you. I can't tell you how much you'll be blessed if you can use this very scripture to talk about the love of God when the devil tells you that you are not loved by anybody. You've got to give it back. This is how you use it. It is written. Okay, another one you could see is Jeremiah 1.5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I consecrated you to myself as my own. I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Okay, so this is how much God loves us. Okay, now I just want you to, all these scriptures are about God's love for you. Because when the love is taken away, you feel that you have no purpose in this life. I want to put the purpose back in all of our lives, including myself. And then Jeremiah 29, 11. I want you to read it from the Amplified because it's important. Now, this is one scripture that has touched me a lot. Okay, when I felt there was hopelessness in my life, this scripture really came alive. Because I really read it. And I'm understood it, that God, you have a plan. Sometimes the future becomes so hostile, you just don't want to know what is the future. And then you know, this scripture really comes with such a real power. It really helps you. Sometimes you're locked in a prison or someone is torturing you or someone is just, even if you're doing the right thing, they still want to come and after you. For what? You've done everything perfect, but they're still coming after you. And you do not know what your tomorrow is going to be. This is your scripture. Because sometimes... You don't have a proper degree. You don't have a proper this. And you wonder how, what is going to happen. This is your scripture. And you got to pray this really meaningfully. Okay. Just can you read it, Savya, slowly? Yes. For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope 
yeah, to give you a future and a hope. And he has a plan and thoughts I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being, not for disaster. Because we only get one thing from the devil, there's going to be disaster. Is that clear? Yes. So change those mental patterns because he's trying to put that pattern in you and wants you to confess it. The moment you confess it, you give it to him. Do not confess it. The moment he's putting a pattern and he's asking your permission, because remember, in the spirit realm, they need a permission. If you give the devil the permission, he'll take it and make it come to pass. You understand, Savio? Yes. Okay, so with God as well, he needs your permission to operate in his life. Okay, so unless you give him permission, he can't do it. That's why prayer. Prayer is a permission that you give God to take control of us. Because he has given us the entire dominion to do what we love. He will not interfere and not get into our free will. Okay, you have to realize that God can't move till I give him permission. I'm saying this. He cannot move till I give him permission. That's why you give God permission to take over and fight that battle. That's why he says in 2 Chronicles, which is, this, uh, which is that uh, scripture? 21. That's the fight that happens in Jehoshaphat. Also, chapter... Yeah, it says the battle is not yours, but mine. Verse 16, I guess it was. Do you want me to go to that one, Vivek? Uh, yeah, take me there because I, this is important and we'll finish this teaching with a couple of more scriptures. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Come down, verse 16. Come down, come down. It's down. Okay, yeah. Read this. Come, go a little higher. Sorry, it's on top. So battle is not yours, but the belongs to the Lord. Now, this is something that I can always say that we use in our life. And do you know one of the most beautiful parts of this 2 Chronicles 20? If someone is going through a prison phase of life, I would urge you to read this chapter. Josephat, the king, uses his army. Actually, what they do, they are actually praising God. They praise God in this and continuously praise God. And you know, the people fight each other and he wins the war even without fighting. Now, God fights that war for them. There's power in praise. If you realize it, you keep on praising God. If you're going through the worst depression of life, okay, use Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3. It says the spirit of, a garment of praise for the spirit of happiness. Isn't that right? Sorry. Go up and top and start praising God. I want anyone going through a depression, anyone going through a phase where you feel you're in a prison, whether it be a sin or somebody coming after you, I would like you to read this chapter. And find out how praising God can change everything. Uh, okay, yeah, that's the that's the scripture, verse 15. So the battle is not yours, but God's. He said, He said, Listen carefully, all you people of Judah, and all you inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. The Lord says this to you. 
be not afraid or dismayed at this great multitude for the battle is not yours but god's amen okay so use that scripture but just just to give you a recap on this i encourage you to take time to get to know what god's word says about you and then speak it out of your mouth do not keep it you know many of us we have always been praying you know in our mind okay try to you speak it out of a mouth because say it to the mountain truthfully it's one of the most powerful things you can do to change your self image and begin seeing yourself in a positive way so speaking god's word from your mouth spoken so that you listen to it and it says in you know uh, romans 10:17 faith comes by hearing and hearing okay it's by hearing and hearing by the word of god so things can change now it's important that you realize that you confess your confession is based on scripture and you keep on doing the confessions any scripture that you pick up confess it at least 100 times so that that scripture becomes flesh and dwells inside you it becomes a part of you okay and start speaking it loudly begin begin speaking it loudly twice a day to get the truth deep inside you maybe you're making one confession of that scripture in the morning do it in the afternoon evening night but speak it loudly so that you listen to it and with power okay as a believer now when you're dealing with guilt many of us deal with guilt a scripture for guilt is that i am the righteousness of god in christ jesus this is 2 corinthians 5:21 okay now you're dealing with guilt one of the confessions is i am the righteousness of god in christ jesus now truly when you start doing this you don't feel you're righteous with god how can i be righteous with god okay but then once you keep on once you keep uh, confessing the scriptures loudly what really happens is over the weeks months or even years god will use that word to change you and to break that pattern and say yes i am right with god the devil's lie says i am not righteous with god but god says through his word in 2 corinthians 5:21 that i am the righteousness of god in christ jesus okay now when the when when speaking god's word it is something that you continue to do because it changes life it has changed my life it has changed so many lives and the thing there'll be results in your life when you start confessing the scripture so do not keep the scripture to yourself but start confessing it at all times okay this is very important and that can always break this pattern that the devil has created it's a process remember it's not a one time thing that happens you have to continuously keep on confessing now if you are into poverty you would confess scriptures that i have abundance okay scriptures that give and it shall be given unto me full measure pressed down shaken together running over the lord has poured so much into my bosom okay that my hands cannot contain or you could use malachi 310 311 you could use uh, philippians 419 you could use some uh, the proverbs sorry psalms 23:1 the lord is my shepherd and i shall never never ever lack anything lord you have blessed me with every uh, everything i need in this life okay as you said efficiency 13 as well god you have blessed me with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in christ jesus uh you can use so many scriptures are there okay that you can keep using keep confessing it you will see finances grow in your life like never before but remember there's a law of giving and receiving i shared this sowing and reaping is part of god's kingdom if you choose to sow you remember you'll always be blessed because the lord doesn't say take and you shall be given it says give and you shall be given we put and operate if you are paying your tithes properly and blessing others 
feeding the poor, you will never lack in life. You will always have plenty because that's God's law. It's not my law. It's not our law. It's God's law. If you follow it, He said in Deuteronomy twenty-eight, if you follow the law, I will only bless you. You will be the head and not the tail. There are conditions to be followed, and if we fulfill those conditions, then the blessing is ours. As simple as that. <clears throat> Now, what I really challenge you to do is to take this message to heart. You can begin by spending even just five minutes every morning, even in if you are in your car. going to work or in your train or any kind of commute on the bus or wherever to declare positive things about yourself your life and your day start with your day and say today i'm going to have the most blessed day today all the deals will come in my favor say i'm in sales so i would speak this way but in your life whatever you feel my boss will be wonderful to me my colleagues will be good to me and you will operate in love lord i will operate in love today i'll see your glory lord thank you lord and i would always suggest for people who really want to take this seriously and want to get out of this stronghold maintain a journal i can't speak highly of it maintain a journal because all these you learn along the way these are hidden gems from the word of god you know you can use this make it your own personal note and start confessing it because you do not know which scripture will touch your life come one scripture may touch me some scripture may touch you use them all the scriptures have power start speaking them in your life and use this in your daily life as i said uh when you start your day start speaking good things about your day about your particular work week as well you can combat that broken record and replace it with the words that will produce a healthy self image see yourself as winning prosperous happy successful god has provided you all the finances all the relationships your good health in your life and do the truth of god's will will you know the truth of god's will will overcome the lies of the devil and you'll begin to see yourself in a very very different way the way god always wanted you to see yourself you'll always be smiling always be happy remember god loves us and loves you and one of his greatest desires for you is to love yourself he has a personalized plan for your life that only you can fulfill remember and this is important only you can fulfill as i shared with you the devil uses you to lock yourself with your own key the key is with you you can get out of that prison and he wants you to give give you the confidence to walk boldly into the future loving yourself loving your life loving the person he created you to be and this is how you move out of that negative self image pattern into a positive okay i hope this teaching has blessed i've just got pointers in to guide us into the direction and how we could help ourselves uh with this okay psalm 139 is a very powerful uh, part of this teaching so use that let us make a prayer now and this prayer is going to be for self confidence because sometimes we lose our confidence a small prayer to the father okay and if you really love this teaching please share it with others because remember one thing be a gift into somebody's life if you are blessed by this prayer group i would really go out and you know add someone who i love to this prayer group let us operate out of love the first thing christ has given us share this 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 beautiful gift that god gave you to be part of this family with someone else who needs maybe more than me and you okay so can someone join our telegram group share this with someone they can also be praying they can also have this wonderful relationship with christ and so many great things can come into people's life we are none of us as russell said none of us are you know we are all students on this journey the holy spirit is our teacher 
and we all learn, including me. So tonight, I'm also going to use this scripture, put it into my diary, and, and use this in my daily life. Okay? And as I shared with you, have a prayer partner who can pray with you. It works wonderfully, especially in areas of your life. Uh, word of God is critical. Otherwise, you'll be running. Remember, you'll run prayer group to prayer group, and you'll never find peace. And you'll be waiting for one brother to preach this or, or whatever. Yes, someone wants to join the Telegram group, Russell. Can you please guide and send that link or something? Okay, so we are going to say this prayer for self-confidence. And it's important that we have self-confidence in our life. Otherwise, we see ourselves as a failure everywhere. And I would want this prayer in our life. Okay. So this is a prayer for courage, strength, and confidence in myself. Because Christ lives in me. If Christ lives in me, why should I act without any confidence? Come on, let's say this prayer. And let's go to the Father. So the prayer for self-confidence. Father God. Father God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. That I'm a child of a king. That I am a child of a king. Loved and cherished. Loved and cherished. And my inheritance is eternal goodness. And my inheritance is eternal goodness. So today I wear my crown. So today I wear my crown. Like a prince or princess. Like a prince or princess. Full of humility. Full of humility. For I do not earn this honor. For I do not earn this honor. I simply choose to live in it. I simply choose to live in it. I place this prize upon my head. I place this prize upon my head. A jewel already paid for. A jewel already paid for. This symbol of belonging. This symbol of belonging. I feel the grace of God within my heart. I feel the grace of God within my heart. The grace that enables me to try hard. The grace that enables me to try hard and not to fear failure. And not to fear failure. Grace that calls me to stay true. Grace that calls me to stay true. To my values and visions. To my values and visions. But not to be overwhelmed by them. But not to be overwhelmed by them. Grace to walk tall. Grace to walk tall. Following in your footsteps. Following in your footsteps. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For I am a son. For I am a son. Or daughter of a king. Or daughter of a king. A prince or princess. A prince or princess. With a crown of jewels. With a crown of jewels. And a child. And a child. With a loving heavenly father. With a loving heavenly father. I make this prayer. I make this prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Okay? Amen. That's a prayer of self-confidence. Now, if this teaching has blessed you, share it with the people you love. Because I tell you, out of all the people we meet, people are having it very hard in their workplace. 
very hard in their marriage very hard in secret sins or infidelity or some area where they're living their life which is not real they're living their life in lies you would save them by sharing this teaching or inviting them to the telegram group being part of the morning encounters or the rosary sessions so many of us are blessed with the rosary and brother savio thank you so much for your wonderful reflections you're truly a man of god uh, god bless all of you from here and uh, please be remember one thing if you have any prayer petitions please put it on the prayer group we want to pray with you we just don't want to be we are a family none of us are leaders here we are all the same okay we are all the same i just want to let you know i love all of you just like you love me and we love each other because christ has given us a commandment to love one another as he loves us good night god bless and thank you savio very much thank you russell thank you shanin and thank you everybody thank you vivek take care bye thanks thanks bye